to fly Time is so precious Your purpose here is to fly If it's not love Ask yourself Are you just here wasting your time? Peace and blessings. I am the Petite Powerhouse and your dating and relationship guide, Allison Denise. Thanks so much for tuning into the Allison Denise podcast, where it is my purpose, pleasure, and passion to show you how to heal, grow, and live beyond that relationship status by becoming better, not bitter, and enjoying your life along the journey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's get the housekeeping out of the way. Please be sure that you share, share, share this podcast with anyone that you think will benefit from the topics that we discuss here. We're all about dating, love, and relationships, but we're about being honest in all three stages of life. <laughs> okay, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram under I am Allison Denise. We also have an official The Allison Denise Podcast Instagram page. You can tune us, uh, tune into us there. And you can feel free if you'd like a more adult version of discussion, you can feel free to join me every Wednesday evening on Facebook Live under Allison Denise, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, if you want to hear a different topic each week, again, related to these dating streets. <laughs> All right, this week's topic, we are going to talk about how you can be a winner still dating losers. We know it happens. We've seen our friends do it. If we're honest, we're doing it or we have done it. Why is that happening? How can you be a winner still dating losers? Stay tuned and I'm going to tell you. All right, here's the scenario. You were in a really, really bad place as a result of your previous relationship. We all know that relationship, don't we? The one that we thought was gonna take us out, the one where we gave our best and it seemed like we got nothing but a big you know what in return. That relationship where we just knew we were with the person we were supposed to be with but couldn't understand why that was also the same person hurting us more than anyone else had ever hurt us. The relationship where we didn't think we would recover. The relationship we really thought was going to take us out. That relationship. You've gotten over it. You moved on. You made a big list of things that you wanted to focus on. Some of you decided that you wanted to work on your credit. Some of you decided that you wanted to lose weight. Some of you decided that you wanted to go to school or back to school. Some of you decided that you wanted to open a business or looking to get in business property or uh, start the stock stock market or anything. And so after some time has passed, you found that you really have met those goals. Some of you have a first, second, or third degree. Some of you may even be called doctor now. <laughs> you purchased a home, a rental property, or both. Your credit score is 800 plus. You're living life. You've lost weight. You're back in the same jeans you would have worn in high school. Feels good, don't it? You've done all of this work. And to pat yourself on the back even more, 
you have a society of people, you have a following on social media that you've been sharing your journey with, and you have family and friends who are cheering you on and marveling at how well you have leveled up from that bad relationship into the person that you are now. They're proud of you. You're proud of you. Everything externally says that we should be proud of you. And yet you keep dating the same person. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you meet them online, in person, at church. It, it doesn't matter where you meet them. It feels like you keep running into the same version of that ex. We all know that ex. You can't seem to get away from them no matter what you do. And you're now sitting back like, what is going on? I have done all of this work. I've gotten more education. I'm doing great in my business. I've been promoted at my job. I've worked on my credit. I own my own home now. I'm able to buy a car with cash. Why am I still dating the same people in a different body? Could it be that you haven't really healed? <laughs> Let me stop being rhetorical. You haven't really healed. <laughs> Let me tell you why. You've done great in all of these other areas of your life. But what you don't understand is that the moment that you wrote that list, at the moment that you decided to come up with these things, at the moment you decided to fall into the false narrative of quote unquote, Focusing on you. You don't understand yet that all of the focusing on you that you did was external. They were also distractions. They were distractions because you are used to winning it in those areas. So the healing that you think has taken place is nothing more than you distracting yourself from one thing by focusing on a multitude of other things. You're still dating the same person in different bodies because you're not over the original yet. Don't believe me? Stay tuned. We'll talk about it some more. I often have a phrase that I will say to the clients that I coach through situations like this. And I've even said it a few times on some Facebook lives that I've done. But one of the phrases that I say is the only way to get through a situation is to go through the situation. Here's why that's important in this scenario. You have done amazing things. You did what a lot of other people won't do. When that breakup finally happened, whether you left or whether they left, you know it hurt. But you did what a lot of other people won't. While other people decided that they wanted to try to get over one person by getting under another person, you stayed home and you decided to focus on a degree. While other people were out here becoming the person that hurt them and becoming just as toxic and just as hurtful and just as emotionally unavailable, you decided to pick up a hobby or pick up a, or, or re-pick up a hobby, for lack of a better word. You decided that you wanted to focus on doing things that would improve you. You decided that you'd rather work out. You decided that you'd rather resume reading at a faster pace than you have been in the past. 
you decided that you wanted to focus on starting a business or getting that promotion that you've wanted for a long time, while other people were out here trying to figure out how they could be the one to not get hurt again, you stay to yourself, you put yourself in the cocoon, and you've come out like a butterfly with all of these wonderful new things that you've done. It was great that you decided not to use someone to get over this ex. But what you don't understand is that you started using something to get over this ex. The only difference between you and those people who are out trying to use other people to get over their pain is that you turn to education, you turn to business, you turn to books. Both are distractions. You continue to date this, uh, these, this, this same person in new bodies because the healing that you think was taking place when you were doing all of these wonderful things was nothing more than you refocusing. I'm sure we all know by now that there is this law that says what you focus on grows, right? So you focus solely on getting that degree. You focus solely on starting that business. You focus solely on working out and changing your lifestyle. You focus solely on saving up for a down payment on a home because that is what you focused on. It had no choice but to grow, especially since you put the effort and the sacrifice behind it. The reason it's not working in your dating life, however, is because you weren't healing on the other side. You were simply distracting yourself from this side. You were distracting yourself from the side that you don't want to face. In your mind, you felt that if you could make yourself feel better, look better, own better, uh, be promoted into something better, even drive better. Something in you said, if I just focus on that, the healing will take place by default. The problem is you only focus on the external result of that healing. The most important part of the healing that will ever take place when you get through a relationship like the one that I brought up is all internal, my brother. It's all internal, my sister. And until you face that, you're going to continue to meet the same person until you deal with that hurt. Everything that you did was great. But here's what ends up happening. And some of you may be here now. What ends up happening is you reach that goal. You get that degree. You purchase that home. You get that promotion. You talk about it on social media and get a few hundred likes. You go out with your uh, your friends and celebrate. Maybe have a meal here or there. If you bought a home, you may have your housewarming party where you're the one who's uh, doing the cookout for the, the holiday this time or uh, hosting holidays for your family this year. All of that is going to give you a tremendous rush. You're going to be so excited. You're going to be proud of yourself and you're going to have all of these other people around you telling you how proud they are of you. And it's a great feeling. A few months will go by, however, though. And despite that excitement, Despite all that sacrifice, despite all that work that you did, you're going to find yourself empty. It's still going to be cool that you own your own home, but it's not going to bring you the excitement it did before. You're still going to love going to that corner office and, and living the corporate dream in your new promotion. That's not going to give you the same pep in your step after a few months either. 
You're going to love seeing that new degree or extra degree on your wall. But you're going to sit down one night and you're going to realize despite all of the efforts and the different goals that you've reached, you still feel empty. That emptiness is your spirit reminding you that the pain you're trying to avoid from not thinking about that relationship is still there inside you. Okay, I won't talk about y'all. I'll just talk about me. I was in this place before. (laughs) I'll just talk about me. I've had those moments. And as soon as I reached that goal and I had everybody pumped up and excited about it and I was pumped up and excited about it, a few weeks, a few months went by. And it was like my spirit said, okay, Allison, congratulations on getting that degree. Can we talk about this man that hurt your feelings now? Sis, that house is bomb. You did such a great job. I'm so glad that you got the 20% to put down. And this house is just like you. It looks just like you. You got it decorated perfectly. Can we talk about this brother who broke your heart though? Can can we get back to that? (laughs) Here's what I need you to understand. You will never find enough distractions to deal with your broken heart. You will never find enough distractions that will cause you to forget that you're hurting, that you still don't understand what's going on, and that at the end of the day, with all of the accomplishments that you've made, In the back of your mind, you're still wondering why the person that you love more than anyone else you've ever dated isn't there by your side. Some of you still aren't sleeping in bed. Some of you are sleeping on the couch. Some of you can't seem to get yourself comfortable enough to go to sleep in a bed because there is a part of your soul that still misses sleeping beside that person no matter how bad they treated you. If anything I'm saying is sounding familiar right now, I want you to stay tuned because I know exactly how you can get through it and you can start it today. Let me start off first by saying I get it. I get why you haven't dealt with this. I know the pain of meeting someone who completely changes your life your outlook on love. They seem to expand in you your capacity to love, to understand, to be patient, to be kind. The bond was like no other. I get how it feels to have that kind of connection with someone, just to have that someone have the same connection, but not want to embrace it the way you do. And the more they fight embracing it, the more they self-sabotage it and the more you and I get hurt in the process. I understand the pain of loving someone who seemed to have no problem ignoring birthdays, holidays, messages, phone calls. I understand the pain of loving someone who seemed to disappear for days or weeks for no reason. And you continue to try to love them back into the relationship be patient, guide them. You come up with every excuse, don't you? Don't we? 
We know their childhood wasn't the best. We know that they've been hurt before us. We know all of these things and feel like we are the ones who can heal them from things that we didn't do to hurt them. I don't know why we do that, but we do. I know the pain of putting months, weeks, and if I'm honest, most of us put years into this connection, back and forth, on and off. You getting tired, them seeming to come around just to end up going back and doing the same thing over and over again. I understand being in a situation where you feel like you're with your soulmate and that soulmate wants to do nothing but bring hell to your life while you're trying to bring heaven to theirs. I know how it feels to have to finally accept that it is not going to be what you want it to be. And whether you left or they left, it doesn't matter. You are still left with a ton of questions and virtually no chance of getting answers to them. Why was I not good enough? Why didn't they love me the way I love them? Why wouldn't they give this a chance? Why wouldn't they give me a chance? What's so wrong with me that they wouldn't try things with me? Why can't I get this right? You add in a few friends who have gotten into relationships or even gotten married or going through your social media feed and seeing people start dating and then it naturally progresses to a relationship and naturally progresses to engagement and naturally progresses into marriage. You really add in people who are transparent and open about the fact that one of them was running and one decided to hold on and show them that they weren't going anywhere. You know, similar to what you tried to do with this person. Only you see that relationship turn out the way you wanted yours to. And that feels like an extra dagger in the back, doesn't it? Well, what was so wrong with me that I couldn't get that outcome? How come they didn't do that for me? How come they were willing to, to, to give it a shot, but the person I fell in love with wasn't? You begin to feel unworthy. You begin to feel unlovable. And you begin to feel like you're not worth it. And for everyone who understands what I'm saying right now, understand that this is all valid your feelings are valid. There is no need to fight them and there is no need to feel like you're wrong for having them because you're not. You were the one who was in that relationship. No one else. You were the one who gave all you did. No one else. Here's where we make the mistake though. When that relationship finally ends and it's usually not a pretty ending, it's usually pretty traumatic. But when it ends, we are in so much pain. We want to figure out how to avoid it. Mainly because we are in a society of people who feel that anything good for us is supposed to feel good to us. And that's not how life works. So when you went and grabbed that notebook, my brother or my sister, when you went and grabbed that that uh sticky note that you put all over your walls and put all of these goals you thought you were healing but you were redirecting every time you check something off of that list you thought that you were healing a little bit more but you were just redirecting 
And because you were only redirecting, those same questions are still in your mind. Those same questions are still in your spirit. Those same feelings of inadequacy and pain and anger towards them for not trying and towards yourself for trying too much. All of that's still there. It's just bogged down. But here's the thing. It is going to come back up. You won't be able to get enough degrees. <laughs> you won't be able to buy enough homes. You won't be <laughs> you won't be able to get enough credit for those feelings to not come back and for those questions to not resurface. If you are in this situation right now, I need you to understand that the only way you're going to get out of this is to finally sit down and face every emotion from that old relationship. I can promise you two things right now. It is going to hurt like hell. You are going to cry. You are going to scream. You're going to yell. There'll be nights that you probably cry yourself to sleep. You will feel like you're taking a downward spiral emotionally. But I want you to understand that all of that is just as valid as the excitement you felt when you got that degree or purchased that home. You can't run from bad emotions and think that good emotions will outweigh it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. They work together. You have to sit down with that relationship and with your feelings and you have to work through them. Please understand that if you go through any of the sadness or the guilt or even a slight bit of depression while working through this, it is normal. And that is how you know you're finally working through those emotions because they're affecting you. You want to stop dating your ex and multiple different people's bodies? You want to stop running into people that seem to have everything from the same name to the same uh, frustrating qualities? You want to really experience what you deserve, my brother? You want to really have the love that you deserve, my sister? Then you have to start uprooting and eliminating this love from your mind, your heart, and your spirit. Because right now, you're holding on to that love so much that you have yourself believing that that is what love is. You are saying that you want more of that insincere, inconsiderate, inconsistent, inflexible, emotionally stunted. You're asking for more of it because you keep thinking that that's what love is. And it's not what love is because you were never reciprocated with what you gave. My brother, my sister, you deserve all the love that you gave that wrong person. You deserve the opportunity to forgive yourself for that situation. You deserve to give yourself opportunity to see things from the perspective of the person that hurt you so that you can at least move forward. And you deserve to experience what's on the other side of this pain you keep running from. And as someone who has gotten to the other side, I want you to understand that as much as it hurts, it will never hurt as badly as you think it will. The pain is temporary. 
And once you make the decision that you're going to stick with those emotions and stick with those feelings and work through them until they're gone, not suppressed, but gone, you're going to get to the other side and you're going to find that you will end up in a relationship that is far better than you thought and is everything that you deserve. But it starts with you. Are you ready to stop running? Are you ready to stop finding another degree program or another business to start? Are you ready to stop looking for a new pet project? Are you ready to sit in your new home with your new degree and your great credit and cry this out, yell this out, scream this out? Are you finally ready to face the fact that you love someone who was unable to love you. And let me stop by he- right here and say this. Some of you need to hear this. That person that did you the way they did, it was a reflection of how they felt about themselves. So you can release the obligation that you've been walking around with that says that it went bad because you were unworthy. The truth is that it went bad because they allowed it to go bad. And they allowed it to go bad because they didn't feel worthy. They pushed you away because they didn't think you would stick around anyway. Some of them left you because they knew that if they waited for you to leave, they wouldn't be able to recover. But understand, those who treat us the worst usually see the best in us. The difference is whether they see that same thing in themselves and those who don't will always manipulate, self-sabotage, and push us away. You weren't unworthy, my brother. You weren't unworthy, my sister. In their eyes, you were too worthy. Let that pain go and understand that there is someone on the other side of it that you won't have to convince to love you. You won't have to convince to choose you. You won't have to convince to commit to you. And contrary to what you think right now, yes, you will love them back. This last person didn't take all you had, baby girl. They didn't take all all you had, my brother. They simply just showed you that you had a bigger capacity to love. And it's now time to get them out of your system so that you can share that same capacity and more with someone deserving. No one can get started but you, for you. So I suggest you get started today. You've just listened to the Allison Denise podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please again, feel free to share if you think I said something that will help others. This is your mantra for the week. I deserve all the love that I've given out and it will be reciprocated back to me. Until next week, I wish you guys love and peace.